0: Welcome to Conversations on Life, Work, and Love, hosted by coaches Bonnie Blackstone
1: and Ramey Gibbs.
0: Our focus is to give voices to Gen X women and help them achieve a well lived life.
1: Good afternoon, Ramey. How are you? Doing good, Bonnie. How are you doing? I'm doing great. The sun is shining. I can't complain. That's (laughs) a happy thing at your place. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's been raining. Let's see. We're actually overcast and it's
0: windy, but you know, that's good. It's okay. We, I like that. I prefer that. <laughs> so, we had a 96 degree day earlier this week. And um,
1: no, thank you. That's insane. That's I know. insane. <laughs> and I know. Mean, meanwhile, over here, we're floating away. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: So, I have a funny thing to say for our Gen X listeners. Mm-hmm. It's not really funny, but. We did it. I did a Gen X thing last night. I went and saw Zuzi Top. Oh, cool. How was it? They were actually awesome. Obviously, one of their members passed away in 2021. But uh, the guy that they have sitting in for him, I guess, has been with the band doing um, bass. He was like the bass guitar helper dude or whatever. I don't know. Uh So he did great. And they sounded great. They were old, but they were amazing. So it was a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. And how are you feeling after a night out? Do Did- uh, you know? So I've
0: had a head cold for the last, I don't know, four nights or something like that. And so I actually
1: feel the best I've felt in several days. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's yeah. good. I, you know, I feel it anytime I go out anymore, if I'm up past 10 or 11, I don't even care if there's a cocktail involved. I,
0: Oh, no, the out. yawns were happening. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the yawns were happening.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. The last um, Gen X-y type concert I went to was Guns N' Roses. And oh, yeah. I, I had a hot flash in the middle of like, oh no, yeah. one of the guitar <laughs> riffs. And I'm like, I got to go sit down. It's like, are you kidding?
0: Are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> and it was hot. I mean, it was hot in there. I was flashing, too. I'm like, oh, OK, stop. <laughs> so. yeah.
1: Oh, well. Oh, but well. It was fun. I wouldn't yeah. want to be young again anyway. So, whatever. No, well. no, uh, no need to do it over again. No, <laughs> no need to do it over again. No. been there, done that. Okay. What are we talking about today? So, it's one
0: of your favorite topics, I yeah. think. We're
1: talking about some self love. Yes, absolutely. And what is self love? Well, it's not, you know, it's not vanity. It's not anything like that. It's just, um, who are you? It's getting to know who you are, um, having the love and respect for yourself, because without that, it's very difficult to have good, solid, loving relationships with anyone else. Um, It's the first step to self-care. It's a lot of exploration. And I think a lot of us... um, are really lacking in that. We're so spread spread out with loving and caring for other people that um, the one most important relationship we have with ourselves gets neglected. So that's kind of where we're coming from today. Um, and one of the things that I do with new clients is I give them an assignment. Because, Ramey, how how easy is it for you to come up with a dozen things you don't like about yourself. Well, the things you don't like is way easier than the things you like, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of times our conversations will start with with a new client, um, the things they don't like, the things that aren't working. And so we flip the switch and I say, okay, but give me a hundred other things. And then we start a list of 100 things that you love about yourself. And it can be really challenging. So Ramy and I did this um, over the weekend. We did it for ourselves so we could share a little insight with you on what it was like for us to walk through that experience. And it was challenging. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I didn't get there. I didn't get all the way there. Did you get all the way there? It's funny. I'm actually looking at my list right now and I got to 94. Um, and I not, I'm not sure if I just ran out of stuff or honestly, after... The first maybe 20 or 30 was pretty easy. Yep. Pretty easy. After that, a little more struggle. And then I see I'm repeating things. I'm just wording it differently. Um, And now I'm sort of making things up. I don't, it's really challenging, really challenging. It, it, It really is. And it's really, you know, when I was looking at it, it's, do you,
0: it's, are we really trying to say the things that we love about ourselves or just things that we love outside of hating ourselves, if that makes sense. Because I was, I kind of got lost in the assignment, I think. I'm like, I started out, okay, these are things I love about myself. And then I'm like, but now what? I don't know. (laughs) I don't even know what else to
1: say. (laughs) Well, I think it's both. It's um, what do I love about myself could be things like, um, I love my eyes. I have nice eyes. Um, I have strong legs. They allow me to go for long walks. I can take the stairs instead of the elevator. Um, Some days that means a lot. I am a good listener. It it can morph into, I love to dance. I love to cook. I make the best spaghetti sauce. I'm well-traveled. It morphs into, um, I think mine started with physical, Mm. you know, I have nice skin tone. I like my eyes, you know, like rather than that critique of, damn, I've gained weight or look at that gray hair. I cut my bangs. I'm hating it. (laughs) You (laughs) know, so that's the whole point of the exercise. Yeah. Okay. But what else? What else? And I don't think it really matters. Are you looking at physical aspects? Are you looking at your talents? Are you looking at things you enjoy?
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah so i mean like when i was doing mine i i really stayed away from the physical aspects because i'm funny about that it's um and i know most women we all struggle with something with our physical selves but to me it's a uh, in my own brain and i'm not judging other people for this but in my own brain it's superficial and i try to stay away from that yeah um so the only thing i mentioned on myself was my eyes and then i was like the rest isn't important to me. It's not. Yeah. As long if if I'm feeling well and I'm doing the things I need to do, I really try to stay away from anything that's exterior. Um, you know, granted, I do get my hair done every now and then, but and and it has been more important to me in the past, but mm-hmm. in this current time, it's just not so. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, that brings up a really good point. And I think our entire lives, you know, as we go through the seasons and um, seasons of life, you know, as we change and grow and mature and our interests change, what we may or may not like about ourselves or our situations, that changes too. So it's it's a nice thing to revisit once in a while, especially when you start to really start hearing a lot of inner chatter a lot of inner yeah. criticism. Absolutely. And I think that you know a lot a lot of times when we coach people, that's what we're hearing first. Listen, I need help fixing this. Mm-hmm. I am terrible at relationships. I am, I can't get a job to save my life. I'm bad with money. Um you know my kids won't talk to me. My spouse this and okay. Yes. But where does that inner critic take you? So this helps to shine a light on the positive, the good. The good. Yeah. yeah. Because you know that um that inner critic it's it's not harmless. Eventually it's going to really start eating at your mental health. You know, it's a good Oh yeah, absolutely route towards depression and anxiety if it's left unchecked. Um it's just not good for you. So
0: how do you equate self-love to self-worth? In my brain, it's kind of the same thing. Do you feel like it's the same thing?
1: It, to me, it is. To me, it is. Okay. If you are feeling that you're not worthy of a relationship, of a job, of whatever it is, that's when you take a good look inside. Where's this coming from? Right. Where's and this then, coming from?
0: And so often, I think... it. Comes back to our most loving parents saying something to us along the lines of, why can't you be like your sister?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Why aren't you better about doing this? You know,
1: right. or and it can be a spouse. The spouse can do the same uh-huh. thing to us. Exactly. And that starts to wear on your psyche.
0: Yep. You you hear that you're bad and therefore you are bad.
1: hmm
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I, again, I don't have children, but I've seen it out and about where someone will say, why aren't you more like your brother? Okay. um, Do, do you realize what just happened just now right in front of me? You know, you know, it happens and you have no idea what you're doing, but now that yeah. kid is like, I'm not, I suck. My brother's so much better than me. And that's going to yeah. be what they take with them forever.
1: I believe that's where it starts. Um, interestingly, I was listening to a podcast yesterday, um, Chelsea Handler's show can't remember what she calls it something about life and lemons anyway her special guest was Matthew McConaughey mm. who I we've been talking about him a lot I don't know he's yeah we have love he's him so amazing he was talking about parenting his own children and how surprised he was to realize that it wasn't just genetics that you know their personalities they're all so different so um one way of parenting or communicating with, you know, child one is not going to work with child three. And he said something really great about, you know, saying to his kids, I love you all the same, but I'm going to, uh, going to treat each of you differently. We're going to handle th- situations differently. And what he meant by that was getting to know, um, them individually and, um, I'm hoping he speaks kindly to them. I think he probably does. He's one of my heroes, so I'm going to say he does. Right. (laughs) uh, You know. He says it's
0: important, so. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Why can't you be more like your your brother or uh, as pretty as your sister or, you know. Sure. Then that just morphs into this snowball of, why can't I be like that lady on Instagram? Why can't I be... Yeah, Mm -hmm. strong and fit like that football player or whatever it is. It's um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I look back at uh, my my husband actually, and he because he struggles with self worth, and I think that ties into lots of his other challenges. But um, you know, you, you look back and you're like, okay, let's take it from a psychologist standpoint and try to review what his growing up life was like, and I can. Identify that they did not ever use the word love. Mm-hmm. He was never told by his parents that they loved him. And so without that, how could you ever feel loved?
1: Right. Or that
0: you're worthy of love.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so you go about looking for external validation. Yeah and it really does everything comes from within. It has to. So that's that's tricky work. That's hard because um, a lot of people, by the time they reach out to a coach or a therapist, they're so disconnected with themselves. Right. Um, and it's not a fun excavation to dig around in your head and And come up with that love, especially if you, you know, you've reached um, our age bracket where this is years of ingrained nonsense. Yeah. Nonsense talk
0: in your brain and ways of behaving and ways of reacting, you know, always looking for validation outside of ourselves. Yeah, that's
1: tough. Yeah. Yeah. So let's look at some ways that you can get back in touch. Um, I know... Ramy, you've been recently. We're starting to touch on my my own issues because I'm at a at a phase in my life where I've lost um, touch with some of my own identity. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the thing: you can know all the tricks in the trade, you can have read all the books, and you still get to that place where you're just like, "I don't know anymore. I yeah. th- I just know I don't like this." What's going on? And so it was just in our conversation yesterday, because we do these coaching exchanges that we started touching on that, you know, yep. who who is Bonnie? What does Bonnie want? Um, yeah. And so that's, it's always good to check in with yourself and say, okay, whew, things just are going haywire right now. Where's this yep. coming from? Where's this coming from?
0: Yeah. And once you can identify where it's coming from, then you can start to trace the patterns yeah that are that you're um holding on to i guess what are what are these patterns that are making me feel this way think this way and then once you've got the patterns you can then start to say okay i can break the patterns um by doing there's lots of things that we can talk about too that can help you break the patterns of okay. the negative self talk um so one of um a big one that, that I really like, and you and I had talked about maybe doing a, a, sh- a full show on this, but we'll just kind of talk about it here. And it's actually come up in a another show that we did um, um, with the joy activator, the, the theory. And um, I like how Brooke Castillo breaks it down, but this is really a, a tie to the whole concept of self-love and it's the, the theory that you can change your thoughts. So if the formula is your thoughts equal your feelings, your feelings drive your actions and your actions drive your results. So if you can back up and actually change your thoughts about something that gives you different results. So um trying to think how we could do this as an example. So, okay, Bonnie, so let's throw out something. Let's see if you can think of something that you've had a negative thought about lately, and then you can actually identify the feeling that it brought and what the results were.
1: Well, I think what, what springs to mind immediately is, um, Aging, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the gray hair, the inability to lose weight like I used to, the um, taking care of myself, the self-care. Okay, so let's uh, use that. So okay.
0: I think I can draw this line with that because mm-hmm. we were talking about this yesterday a little bit. So the idea of I don't like my appearance, I'm not feeling confident. Right. The aging turns into a feeling of ick, right? Yeah. So yes. I I don't like this. I'm thinking bad things about myself. So I'm feeling icky. And so that causes, in your case, it caused an inaction. Um. So what we were talking about a little bit is marketing our our businesses. So for Bonnie, that's been a not really wanting to get out into the public because she's not feeling good about the way she looks. And then... So that created a negative result for you,
1: right? Absolutely. It was a paralysis and a, um, what is the word I'm trying to, complacency. And then this morphs into, oh my God, I'm just feeling lazy. I feel like a blob. And then there's this um, desperation, like um, running out of time. Um, I need energy. I need I have a child to raise now, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, how am I going to get to his soccer camps in my sixties if I don't get my shit together? Right. Um, So now,
0: so let's take that now. And what if we went back and started to try to attack the thought, the negative thoughts, right? So let's flip the switch. Okay. So, um, so your self-talk is, I'm old, I'm overweight, I've got gray hairs, I cut my bangs, I don't like myself, I am don't know where I'm going, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, so how can we switch those negative thought patterns? So you tell, think about this with us yeah. here, and, yeah. and start taking this. Now, how can you flip that switch so that thought is now a positive thought? Mm-hmm.
1: And then what happens? Well, if I were to flip the switch... Yes, I am getting older. Um, yes, things are changing physically, chemically. You know, my body is is altered. It isn't thirty years old anymore. It isn't my twenty something year old self driving kids to softball and soccer. Um, to me, it's an um, it's acceptance and awareness this is where I'm at and also um, appreciation of where I am now and the tools that I have, the coach I have, the, okay, step back, stop it and start from where I am. Um,
0: Yep. And so so, let's be a little bit more specific. So the negative thought, let's take one specifically. Okay. Um, Let's take, you've gained some weight. We don't have to announce how much, but you've gained some weight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) So you've gained some weight. And so, and it's making you feel uncomfortable, uh, not presentable perhaps. So what if we flip that and said, okay, I've gained some weight. I understand why I've gained some weight. We had the pandemic. I've been trapped in the house. I haven't been getting out. I broke my wrist. I did all of these things. These happen. So it's okay that I gain this weight. Right. So now if we say that it's okay, the next step is how do we start to lose the weight and feel better about ourselves? So if you now can do that and say, okay, now I'm putting in an action plan to make myself lose weight and start feeling better about myself, then your feelings about yourself will change, right? Because then you'll right. start to feel more positive, more upbeat, more excited mm-hmm. about um, getting back out there. Um, so the feelings are what drive your actions. So we start feeling better about ourselves. So now we're going to get out there. We're going to start talking about our business. We're going to get, start going to events. We're going to, you know, go out and meet people. We're going to do the things. And then we do when we do that, our results change. So now we have a positive results. So that's how the how it works. Because the only thing you can change in that process is the way you think about it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And that's why the negative chatter in your head um can build up into this place where I've found myself in in action. Right. And okay, listeners, you can't see me. It's not like I've gained. 100 pounds and guess what so what if she's I she's beautiful <laughs> she is huh? well thank you it's the only reason <laughs> she i makes do this me podcast <laughs> because ramey makes me with all her positive talk i feel better <laughs> <Right. Wrong. laughs> she's getting next
0: to me we'll just put it's, it that way <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: it's, it's you know and then you can go deeper coaching can help you do this too it's like when did you start feeling that way why is this suddenly um so paralyzing um, right And you can go deeper and deeper and deeper and address that. Yeah. You know, it, to hear us talk about it, it seems so superficial, but there's more to it than just the number on the scale. We women all know that. Oh, yeah. And it's amazing how it can leave you just not wanting to do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And as we get older, there, I, and I've talked to many women our age. Where suddenly you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see. you you know, your yeah. your oh, yeah. skin's a lot looser. Your hair is turning gray, it's brittle. Um, your butt's sagging, you got you more sure. you know, it's just this awareness where you go, go, go and you don't pay any attention, and then suddenly there it is. You're looking right. back at your mom or your grandma, and you know, I'm yeah. they're beautiful women. But where the hell did the last 30 years go?
0: <laughs> yep. And the elasticity goes away uh, and it's just yeah. all part of the natural process. You know, I think I had to train myself when I got heavy and it's from Hashimoto's and laziness, a combination of both. But um, when I was gaining 20 pounds overnight, it seemed like, yeah, I think I had to train myself to just say, mm, the outside doesn't matter so much. Right, right. Because otherwise I would be stuck in self-hate. And so I had to train myself to look beyond that.
1: Mm -hmm. And this is where um, acknowledging what you love about yourself can come in handy because you start crowding out that negativity when you can focus on, yeah, you know what, I've gained some weight, but I can still play with my four-year-old. We go for long walks. I chase him on his scooter, Um, you know, it's not like I'm, you know, there are times I'm like, whew, that was one flight of stairs too many, but sure. (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah. But start looking at those positive things. And like you said, you know, that becomes your thought. Yeah. Oh, if my legs are pretty strong. I can walk. Yeah. Walk. You know what? I can walk my butt to the gym. I can start lifting weights again. There's no and, age and limit.
0: It, right. And if I'm not doing what I want to, if I'm feeling weak, well, then I need to start working on it. Little bits at little little bits at a time. And I think this applies um not just to exercise. I mean, it applies to everything. So when we get in that funk, and this just kind of leads to this piece of the conversation, some of the the best things we can do are those little steps forward. So exactly. a, a lot of um Therapists and other coaches recommend that you do something as small as making your bed. So, if you start making your bed every morning, that's something to be positive about from the start of the day. I did something good for myself at the start of the day. So, it could be making the bed, it could be putting away some laundry, it could be uh, going for that walk, making a positive choice for yourself, Um, you know, skipping the coffee. Who really wants to do that? But if that's <laughs> important to you, um, you know, maybe it's it's having yogurt and fresh fruit for breakfast instead of that donut. You know, it's it's making those positive, many choices for yourself, and it's m i n i, not many, mini, many, uh, mm-hmm. choices for yourself throughout
1: the day. Right, right, and it's having the courage to um, get to know yourself, also. Uh, If I don't don't like yogurt and berries, I'm not going to have that. Um, It's knowing who you are, because at the end of the day, that's who you're stuck with. Yeah. And do you want the company of someone who is critiquing everything about you? Or do you want the company of someone who enjoys you? (laughs) And until you can discover what you want and like and love internally and externally it's really hard to form honest relationships with other people true um whether it's in um, intimate relationships or business relationships you know until your feet are solid on the ground and you know who you are and what you want what drives you um, what lights you up you're kind of just um somebody else's puppet I don't know. That's how I feel about it.
0: Yeah. No, it's true. Until you're leading a truly authentic life, you're that's the word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're going to do authenticity in a couple weeks. It's a, it's very, it's kind of complicated and it's hard because it's a combination of, it's listening to yourself. You have to listen to yourself. And so when we get into this self love thing, this is where it gets challenging because if all of your, chatter in your brain is negative. It's hard to live authentically because your authentic self is negative and that's yeah. not what you want. Exactly. So you have to, you have to um, take the negative chatter and turn it off. And then you also have to take the external chatter and turn that off mm-hmm. and say, okay, now who am I? Who do I want to be? What do You know, what do I believe in here? And some, we'll dig into that more, but I I think alignment is such a huge thing when it comes to living authentically and then tying it back to this whole self-love concept is that super simple example. um, you, You see yourself as a wine connoisseur. You think you're a wine connoisseur. You tell people you're a wine connoisseur. And the only wine you drink is Moscato. Mm -hmm. But you love your Moscato. Okay, so that's not true then. Right, It's not true. Because to be a wine connoisseur, you have to go to tastings. You have to try lots of different wines. You need to educate yourself on the different flavors and the different terriers where the, the wine grapes are grown. You need to know the things. You need to know the regions that they come from and how... You know uh, why champagne is champagne as a champagne, and why you can't call it a champagne, and if it's not from Champagne, you know you need to know these things. <laughs> so that's yeah. a simple example <laughs> of living authentically, because you can say one thing about yourself and do another, and so yeah, that's so that's out of alignment, mm-hmm. which then falls back to this the concept of self love, if that you. Again, you have all that negative chatter and you're not telling yourself the
1: truth. What are you putting out there? Exactly. You're setting yourself up for disappointment. Um, You know, you you could flip the switch on that and say, I really enjoy drinking this one kind of wine. I wouldn't mind learning more. I am interested. And that that. Reminds me of, um, we had a conversation r- recently about labels. And yes. Labels are coming up a lot late, lately, and I think that can tie into the self-love and the authenticity. I know that a lot of times when you're making this these lists, those labels come out. Okay, I know you're a mom. What is it about being a mom that you love? what kind of mom are you? What, you know what I mean? It's like, be careful of labels. I'm a wine connoisseur. Mm. <laughs> but are you really? <laughs> I could say, <laughs> I am a bartender because I can make, you know, an excellent margarita. Well, I make an excellent margarita because I know what I like. Uh, yeah, am I right? a bartender? <laughs> Necessarily.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you I mean, know what I, can I mean? Can you make cocktails for everybody else to their specifications?
1: I mean, yeah, that. It's, you know, at true. this is at this point in my life, yes, I probably could. But <laughs> <laughs> um, the point is, be careful of labels because somebody else probably bestowed that label upon you to begin with. Sure. Or maybe it's something you gave yourself to fit in. I don't care how old we get; trying to fit in um, is important. It is. No, you're it, right. It, it is. And definitely. Um, I know for myself, being a uh, grandma mom, the idea of going to a play date with uh, moms who are in their 20s and early 30s, I'm like, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that sounds awful. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, and then that snowballs into all sorts of negative thoughts again. No,
0: it does because you know? then you're you're back to the well. Here I am, the old lady mom. I don't have any friends. What am I going to do? I have to sit at home alone with my kid all day. Okay, that's no good.
1: Yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. But guess but- what? You're not alone.
1: <laughs> There's lots of them out there. So you <laughs> well, got to go find say, them. <laughs> no, I'm never alone. I always have this kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that's my point. Um, yeah. Now that it really is um, going back to what is that negativity in your head, and how are you going to love yourself?
0: How are you going to love yourself? How can mm-hmm. you flip that switch? Um, and then again, back goes into that thought pattern thing. So, and and you know, a, a lot of things here too is let's identify. So, kind of what we've gone through so far, like we're going to identify where the negative thoughts are coming from, right? Uh-huh. So that we can see where the pattern is and then address the pattern. Okay. So when once you're able to do that, then you can kind of take the many steps to figure out how to change the pattern and start turning the thoughts into more positive thoughts. And then when you have something specific, you change the thought process. So you flip the switch so that you can get different results for yourself.
1: Absolutely. And just um, on the heels of our coaching session, Ramy, when we, we talked very much like we're talking now, um, and I remember saying to you in the in the session, well, it was only yesterday, so I should be able to remember it. Fairly fresh. Anyway, but right? I was, I, uh, all right, everybody, I was just throwing stuff out at Ramey. I don't know how she was catching up, you know, catching all the, when well, I was laying <laughs> down, but it was coming from everywhere. And she helped me kind of rein things in. And it's definitely going to be a process. Um, She's offered to stick with this subject matter and continue to coach me on getting myself back into self-love shape. And Mm -hmm. not necessarily the physical shape, but just in the um, uh, deserving, the acknowledgement of how I came to be at this yuck Stage yep. of uh, no confidence, um, not liking what I see in the mirror, not, uh, ch- challenging what is coming out of my mouth, um, all all the things. It, it's it's yep. so much more than just aging and gaining weight and the things. So just on the heels of our coaching session, this morning, I got up, I did some journaling. I made a a game plan of, and it wasn't like, um, okay, I'm only going to eat 1500 calories and I'm going to force myself to do this. It was just, I came from a place of how do I want to feel? Mm -hmm. That's great. How do I want to feel? Not necessarily how I want to look, How do I wanna feel? And how am I going to get there? Maintain that. So as a 60 year old soccer mom, when he's, you know, in a few years when he's up there, how will I have the energy and the time and the confidence that he deserves from me? Yeah. So that's where it started for me, just the conversation we had yesterday and the no more wallowing in it. Not even so much a game plan yet. I think that will come, but just the the brutal honesty of, wow, yeah, that's. I can't blame my husband. I can't blame my kid. I can't. I can't even blame the broken wrist. It was just this buildup of negativity and exhaustion and so now it's like stop that stop I have a lot to offer and I love so much about myself even though it took me all night long to get to 94 things (laughs) but
0: you did better than I did I think I got to 50 and got distracted
1: (laughs) well yeah I was distracted I was bored and it's like blah 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 okay (laughs) and that's fine too it's the the point of the hundred is just that challenge to keep think, it going. Yeah. Think outside the box. Um, you know, a couple of things I had on there is I know how to make pickles. I could grow a garden and make my own pickles or my own jam.
0: Do it. That's I know awesome, actually.
1: I know. I
0: and you it was can just kind get of get the little boxes that you put in your apartment, put them on your little patio.
1: Totally, totally. And it's funny because I hadn't thought of that in years. I'm like, I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I can do that. So that's the whole point of that exercise. And then taking what you're talking about, Remy, um, take that negative thought. I'm um, like, what is my, one of mine? Um, I heard you say the word lazy. You were saying, mm, well, yeah, because sure. yeah, whatever. Hashimoto's and I'm lazy. I had um I'm I'm lazy and I procrastinate. Okay, yeah. well, let's let's turn that around. Maybe I'm just tired maybe I need to change my diet. Why am I procrastinating? You know, nothing's coming to me. I, I'm i terrible about procrastinating. I know that's a negative label, but you figure out why and you flip that around. Okay. I'm not lazy. I'm just tired.
0: Yeah. You know, a lot of times procrastination, that's one of those ones that it's because it's something
1: that you don't want to do, right? It It is. It is. And that's one thing you have to think of. Well, I don't procrastinate when I'm excited about something. And that's I, it. And yeah, yeah. I procrastinate when I don't feel prepared or I don't necessarily want to do it. You don't like it. And why, it why am I not prepared? Because I don't really like doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's, yes, checking in. Why am I feeling that way?
0: And so with that, one of the best ways to stop procrastinating is to do that first. Yeah, and th- that's something I typically do for myself. It's like, do the stuff that I don't like first. And uh-huh. it's kind of you and I were talking about this the other day, too, about it's, it's the same thing for me about confrontation. Um, if I whatever the negative ick is in my brain, I have to deal with that first because yeah. you deal with that, you knock it out and then you can get on with your day and you can have a happy day the rest of the time. I've dealt with the ick. Now I can move on. Yeah, and that's. I recommend that to everybody because it's so much easier than sitting there, playing it over and over and letting crap build upon crap in your brain when really it was just, you know, this happens in relationships all the time. You know, I've talked about this before, but where you have the something negative happens and then you pile on top. Yes. Uh, More ick, more Mm -hmm. ick, more ick. So now now you're Mm -hmm. like in your brain, you've got this whole blown out (laughs) argument going on. When really
1: they left their shoes on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: So deal with it before it builds and mm-hmm. get rid of it.
1: Right. Anyway. Yes, exactly. It snowballs for sure. And that's why you do find yourself cornered eventually by all the negativity. Yep. And the lack and that brings in lack of energy. And then mm-hmm. that snowballs into um, well, no more intimacy with my partner. Um, I'm not taking the kid to the park. I sure as hell, I'm not going to go to a Chamber of Commerce meeting looking like this. I don't deserve that. Well, baloney, yeah, you do. Yeah, But you have to address that internally and love yourself enough to explore what's really going on. Mm -hmm. What's really going on. And you have to be quiet. You have to get really quiet and centered. It's not going to happen when there's all sorts of other noise going on.
0: Yep. You got to be able to isolate the noise
1: mm-hmm.
0: so you can deal with it individually. again. So, you know, a lot of the techniques that we've talked about in the past would come in here to make it easier, you know, breathing, a little meditation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's focus in on why we're feeling that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's not an easy journey, but it is a necessary one if you want to have, um, as what does Brene-, Brene Brown call it a whole heart life? Wholehearted life. Wholehearted,
0: something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, and it, sincerely, that is where it comes from. Mm-hmm. You have to yeah. have the courage to explore yourself, know yourself, express yourself, and everything else will fall into place. Or it'll fall away. Maybe you didn't need it in the first place.
0: And maybe it's not part of who your
1: authentic self actually is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's have a a little fun with some of the darker sides. I like to play with what they call shadow work a little bit too. So let's think about something that may come up like, um, I can be really bitchy and standoffish sometimes. I might write that down on my negative list. In fact, I did. I said something about I can be moody. (laughs) Mm. I can be argumentative or defensive when you play with um, the shadowy sides of yourself, when you think about that, rather than allowing it to continue to be negative, a good exercise is to ask yourself, "When in my life did that come in handy?" And it might take some thought, but you know, that one time I was standoffish, uh, I, you know, avoided a creep. Um, you know what I mean? It's like sometimes those negative traits can work to your advantage.
0: They can. And, you know, it's, this is taking me back into my therapy that, that I've been doing, um, dealing with the the inner child stuff. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times all of these behaviors you can trace back to a certain point in your life cycle. Like, so if you can sit there and go, okay, when did, when I react like this, why do I react like this? And where did it come from? If you do the work, you can actually trace it back to, oh, well, when I was 15, such and such happened. And this is my 15 year old self. This is how it reacted to this circumstance, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And this is a whole therapy thing. But then you, so then you take that and you go, okay, well now 15 year old self, you're still behaving this way. Is this the right way to behave? And does adult self want to behave this way any longer? Right. If the answer is no. And yeah. you have to retrain yourself. But
1: um, Debbie Ford, um, she passed away, unfortunately, about 10 years or so ago. But she wrote a book called um, The Dark Side of the Light Chaser. Mm-hmm. And she, so she, that's the first I um, was exposed to shadow work. And she talks about how you can get on an imaginary bus in your head and imagine each of those personality traits that you're not quite happy with. Imagine them sitting on the bus, give them a persona, give them a face, give them a name, dress them in whatever outfit you want to identify them as, and get to know them. You know, uh, Debbie Downer. I don't really need you anymore. But thank you for being there when I did. Like, acknowledge and appreciate that they. It's almost. It almost sounds like you know multiple personality thing. But in a way, it kind of is. It's acknowledging. Okay, defensive Debbie. Uh, you protected me when I needed you to. I don't need you to come out right now. You're fine. Just sit down, or cry baby jane you know what i mean like whatever those things are that you don't like about yourself acknowledge that they showed up for a reason mm-hmm. give them a hug let them know you don't need them or appreciate them when they do come out at moments that you do need yeah. them but don't let it drag you down so much that you post that label on yourself you're not right. you're not a bitch one time you were bitchy you know and I, maybe you needed to be right Or right now, you might need to tell Bitchy Betty to sit down. I don't need this right now. You
0: know what I mean? (laughs) Right, yeah.
1: Um, So that's part of self-love too, is getting to know all of your traits and and realize and be grateful for the fact that they are there, accept them for who they are, and let them go. Let them go. Yep.
0: Yep. And they're useful when they need to be.
1: But Exactly. Tell them to go away when they're not. Yeah. <laughs> you need to sit down. I don't need this right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this is a, it's a tough journey to do on your own. And as I said, Rami's been coaching me on this. Um, I coach a lot of women and that could even be on, you know, one of mine things. like, what a hypocrite. You can you know, get your shit together. Why are you coaching people? But, you know, as I said, it's an ebb and a flow. Everybody's going to go through it. You're going to do this in your uh, lifespan a dozen times. Oh yeah, you know, and that's the point I'm trying to make. I I allowed the accumulation of stuff, as most of us did, with um, the ending of one career, the pandemic happening, sure. a child moving in, uh, la la la. Well, transitions, several transition transitions, can yeah. really trigger th- this negativity, Negative. and yeah. and that opportunity also. To explore what's really going on and where do I need to be back in touch with myself and make some positive changes, so a coach can really help you start to dig into that.
0: Yep, figure out where you get. You know, it's that whole where are
1: you now? Where do you? Want where to do be? you want to
0: go? And exactly. how do we get you there? Yeah. So.
1: And the important thing to remember is where are you now? Yep. And start there. Yep. Yep. All right. So yes. We should wrap this up um, with, um, don't forget to love yourself. Find one thing today that you love about yourself and really sit sit with it and appreciate it and remember. And I, yeah. And I think, yeah. too, do one thing. Do one for thing. For yourself. Yes. Yeah. Rami, what's that pattern you were saying? Let's let them know that again uh, in case they've got a pen and they want to jot that down.
0: Yep. So we'll do it one more time and then we'll put it in the show notes, too. But so... Thoughts equal your feelings, feelings drive your actions, and then your actions create your results. So again, the only thing you can change is your thoughts.
1: Is your thoughts. I love that. I love that. We'll definitely put that in the show notes. And then I wanted to let everyone know that um, we've recently created an email address, um, conversationsonlifeworkandlove at gmail.com. And we would love to hear your thoughts. Um, if you have a topic you'd like to hear us discuss, um, a challenge of your own, or if you want to be a guest on our show, we, we love coaching people on air, or if you have something you want to contribute to our Gen X ladies and experience or your own craft or profession that you want to promote, we would love to hear it. So again, that's conversations on life, work, and love at gmail.com. And that will also be on the show notes and, uh, drop us a line. Yes. We hope to hear from you soon. Absolutely. All right, everybody have a fabulous week and don't forget to love yourself. Join us every Thursday for more conversations on life, work, and love. And when you're ready to find your own voice and your own path towards a well-lived life, we'd love to be your coaches. Reach out to us through our websites. You'll find me, Ramey, at renovatedrealities.com.
0: And you'll find me, Bonnie, at bonnieblackstone.com. Thanks for hanging out with us. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to review, rate, and follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.